Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Hong Kong Rugby League podcast live in Penrith. What do we think of the western suburbs so far, boys? Not too bad. Pretty spacious. A lot more room out here than in Hong Kong. Well, you can hear there from our regular co-host, Mr. Ringo Learn. Jack, you've turned over a new leaf. What leaf was that, right? <laughs> we didn't have any hello in any other language. Oh, I'm saving my Australian colloquialisms for throughout the podcast. Okay. We are in Australia for a few weeks. So. Do you know what the Poland greeting is? Poland oh, is. no, do you not. I don't know I asked. We'll find out tomorrow <laughs> when they say yeah. I'm pretty sure it's going to be stronger than hello. Um, and we're joined today by newbies, Ari Rogers. Ari, welcome to the show. Thank you. And G-Man, also known incorrectly as Gareth James. Thank you um, very much. Welcome. Thank you. Right, I want one word from everyone around the table to describe how you're feeling one sleep before we play our first game in the Emerging Nations World Championship. Ringo. Excited. Jack. Sorry. Ari. Um, yeah, excited. It's a few words there. I apologise for Ari. He's, he's from New Zealand. We can't understand what right. he's saying. Gareth. Awake. Wow. <laughs> Very emotional people look at these people at you. <laughs> I promise not to ask you any more difficult questions. Um, right, we, we play Poland tomorrow, 3.20 Australian time. Massive game for us. We've been building up to this moment for the last couple of years. Um, Ringo, how does it feel for you as captain? Pretty special. I mean, yeah, as you said, we've kind of been known that this comp is, is has been coming for the past two years, and a lot of uh, a lot of work both um, by the tournament organisers and uh, by ourselves in Hong Kong have have been uh, has gone in to make it happen. So, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. You're kind of thinking about it for all this time, and then all of a sudden it's, it's just one seat where it's tomorrow, and then yeah, we'll be we'll be broadcast all around the world. So yeah, as I said, pretty pretty excited really. Jack, for you? Yeah, quite looking forward to singing that anthem again um, and seeing if uh, the new boys have, have learnt it as well. Um, it's always a big thing to play in this sort of international match, so for me that's probably one thing I'm quite looking forward to. Have you learned it yourself? No. <laughs> um, but, you know, you can sort of mind the words a little bit and look like you're trying. God loves to try. <laughs> it certainly does, and we've got 17 of them tomorrow. Um, but we've also got an 18th person, Gareth I mean, what's it like being 18th man, right? Well, I mean, I, I got selected today, I was told, on the footpath. Um, I don't want to play tomorrow because that means someone else <clears throat> will have become a cropper in the warm-up. So, um, you know, team uh, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's a team affair, so happy to step in if needed. But um, 18th man, it sounds like some kind of cricket cricketing broadcast. <laughs> I mean, that's a, a very mature response there, and I think that highlights what Jason Fairley and the coaching staff have, have developed over the last couple of months since we've been training, which is a great team spirit. Um, and I think we noticed that today. Just take us through how the last training session was today, um, starting with you, Harry. Uh, yeah, it was very good. Um, everyone was uh, yeah, very well connected, and um, there was definitely a strong sense of... Uh, belonging within the team that 
Yeah, I mean, we can really see how it's developing now, right? particularly with the likes of Craig and Ben, who have been with us for a little while now, part of the community, and they make such a big difference when they're on the path. Yeah, their experience is invaluable. Um, Craig, with his ability to, to marshal the troops, and uh, Ben just leads from the front, you know, we just follow him. And obviously our build-up has revolved around us trainers, I guess, separate parts of the squad, us guys in Hong Kong, the Australian boys training here, but to finally get a run around today together, uh, we start to see uh, a place sort of fall into place, and it's yeah, like I said, really exciting tomorrow. Now, what do we know about Poland, boys? Uh, they've got quite a few good uh, either career or ex first grade players. Uh, so one that stand, the name that stands out is Harry. I won't try to pronounce his uh, surname. Used to play for Bradford Bulls. Man, used to play for Bradford Bulls. Used to play, I think, in NRL here as well. Panthers, I think. Games. Um, so, I mean, clearly a very, very strong pedigree. And I think they've got, yeah, quite a few of the uh, sort of um, first grade players in Australia as well. So, I mean, expecting a big, physical, strong side, but you know, I'm sure they'll have plenty of ability as well. So, yeah, we've got to focus on ourselves, really, and make sure that we're on top defensively and complete our sets. And, yeah, and hopefully we'll, we'll, uh, we'll put in a good show. I mean, how do you feel this squad compares to previous squads and uh, I'll, I'll let you go with that first ring up thing speaking to the new boys yeah yeah for sure I mean we've definitely built up a lot of uh, strength and depth uh, when you compare the squads from the first test in particular to now it's just I think the quality is probably a bit light and day for us um, but of course for us this competition is a step up as well so We'll, we'll, as, as G-Man said, it's definitely going to be a squad effort and every man uh, in the team is, is going to have um, you know, a big, big, big part to play for us and we'll need everyone to, to really step up and, and uh, bring that quality that we know we have uh, to the game itself. G-Man, how do you feel coming into the squad fresh? Um, I feel it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of team spirit. Everyone seems to you know, have your back very welcoming. Which is is good. Obviously, makes you feel accepted, and and you know helps you just get on and get amongst it. And there's no sort of barriers that you have to cross to make yourself feel comfortable within yourself. And once you're comfortable within yourself, then you know you hopefully bring the best out um, of, of of yourself. And today was especially good. I think the runaround we had today was very, in my eyes, very cohesive. Everyone's together, you know, the, the, the lads from Sydney were great, they knew what was going on, um, and I think it just, you know, in my mind, gives you more confidence, and, and really sort of says, yeah, we, we've got a lot we can do tonight. I mean, Craig in particular brings that, doesn't he? He helps instill that confidence. Yeah. You can feel it. I mean, I arrived a little bit late onto yeah. the training ground, and I was walking down with Jones, and all you could hear was Craig. Yeah. Um, you know, which is great. I think he really gives the lads that extra yeah. boost, and I'm sure he's going to go really well tomorrow. Now, tomorrow is a big day, not for G-Man, hopefully, because he's 18th man, uh, but for Harry Rogers. Harry, this is what the Hong Kong Rugby League official test match, test cap, looks like. What do you think? Uh, yeah. Definitely a massive honour. Yeah. Don't cry. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> Bingo, it's give him a hug. <laughs> give him a hug. Give him a hug. You're good. You're good. Um, you can reach round his shoulders. 
how long have you lived in Hong Kong, um, Ali? I've been in Hong Kong, um, well, permanently for uh, my latest than eight years. And before that? Um, before that, I grew up in Hong Kong. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a massive honor to be here tonight. Um, it, it's been a, a, lot of, a lot of work put in, um, not just for myself. And to be here tonight is pretty special. So, well, the visa relish as well. Yeah, <laughs> relish in the moment right now. So, well, make sure you enjoy it tomorrow because you know your first test cap only comes around once. Yeah. And um, try and enjoy it. There's some boys here, Ringo and, and Jack, who's a, a dual international, of course, um, who have been there and could probably give you some advice on the day on how to keep calm or how to smash walls or doors, you know. I don't think I can advise Ari on how to smash doors. I reckon. <laughs> we'll get you some paper. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Maybe you can advise me on how to smash for your doors, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, now, Poland's the first game. Um, we know that our second game um, will be against the Solomon Islands on Sunday. Now, I watched them the other day, and I don't want to put a curse on us, but I think there's a few things we could learn um, from that, and a few things we learned about the team. Um, did anyone else watch the game? Yeah, I think we learned we need to make sure we play the ball properly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, because the referees at this tournament are really going to clamp down. So, yeah. play the ball properly, don't lose it, and we'll go far winning games. I think the line speed is, is, is essential. Yeah. We need to make sure we're going up as a line um, and you know, doing those basic things properly. The yeah. referees are pulling people up quite yeah. a bit for being offside, um, which also goes to kicks as well. When we make a kick, we've got to make sure the boys stay about 10 metres uh, just in case they're in front of the kicker. And we've got to get those basics right because uh, we will get pulled up on it. And it just goes without saying, you know, the less penalties we concede, the greater chance we're going to have of winning. Um, what can we expect from the Solomon Islands? Jack, maybe you might know a bit more. Uh, they've got their own version of Peter Ryan. See the big number eight, they scored two tries. <laughs> Sorry, brother, I forgot your name. I'm sure we'll get to see you on Sunday, but um, I thought he was was quite dynamic. We scored his last try like, just a few minutes before, about five, five, ten minutes from the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Solomon Islands finished a lot stronger. Yeah. Um, and that, that game against uh, Turkey, um, maybe Turkey just sort of kind of switched off because they were up by 30 points, I think mm. it was. Yeah. And then Solomon Islands said, oh, well, we can score tries. I thought their uh, the, the hockey was also pretty dangerous as well. Um, they done half. And I guess they got, they're a bit like us, they've got a few hard running centres. Mm. Just crashing, crashing through and just making big dents uh, behind the ruck. So that's something we'll need to be aware of, uh, not just tomorrow, but obviously with all the other games. Yeah. You, a good point there. Um, I don't think it's unfair to say. Um, you know, two of our first charge centres will actually not play tomorrow. Yeah. Um, which is a great opportunity for the other lads who yeah. who are stepping in and playing in both positions. Yeah. But Jason Fairley, who's moved himself from standoff to centre, I think that's really. Just because he's big and fat, and he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna fill a space. Is it? Oh, oh is he there for pace? And then Rhys Johnson uh, yeah. making his, his debut yeah. um, on the left hand side, left centre, I believe. Yeah. Um, so we've got a new centre combination, yeah. um, but you know both both leagues, yes. and obviously we're, we're hoping they both go very well. I think Jason should be able to hold that defensive line which will be needed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we wish those two luck. 
And then we've got, we'll be joined for the next game by our hat trick hero from Japan, Hogan Tumalatai. I think his name is Chief, mate. Yeah, yeah, Chief. Yeah, Chief. Yeah, apologies, Chief. <laughs> um, I don't want to be banished just yet. Um, and and Frankie. Frankie Solomona. Also making his debut at this tournament. Yeah, and he looks exciting, right? Um, unlike Hogan, he can catch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. and run and tackle yeah. um, so we, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how those two go in the centres I think that's a good combination fantastic combination yeah, yeah. now um, who have been the best teams today in the tournament it obviously started on the 1st of October I personally thought the first three games were fantastic yeah. a great advertisement uh, what are your views I think the Hungary Greece game was the best game and I so Hungary won so I guess I mean, I have to go with Hungary, but bloody hell, the try that Greece scored. I don't know if you've, if you've seen it, but it was their it was their final try, and there was a bit. It was on the fifth tackle. It went out wide. The ball's chucked around a bit, and then just there was a there was a kick in. There was some offloads, and the last offload out the back door was absolutely fantastic. And the hooker went in for the score. So early contender for a try of the tournament. Brilliant. And, and and so early as well. I mean, we've we've got three pools, right? There's pool A, pool B. Pool C, um, and we're in Pool C. And for those who don't know, it's been seeded that way to make sure that there's optimistically, um, hopefully, even games, which are entertaining. But also for player safety, um, some of these teams are you know more advanced um, than others. You know, we've played two international games. Rugby league's only been going for three years, um, whereas you know the, uh, the Philippines, for example, have got lot stronger experience um so you know the winners of the tournament really are going to come from pool a or pool b yeah um, fundamentally and as you said you know greece and hungary were fantastic i thought malta played very well um sure. they're just tired i think mm-hmm. or just got complacent towards the end i think yeah, well, that's all they were. yeah unfortunately for the philippines obviously our fellow asian nation we have a good uh, relationship with them so we I, well, I was rooting for them at least. Me too. I think they were, they just kind of just forced it a little bit in some of the plays and then they sort of made a couple of mistakes, drop balls here and there, and then they lost the momentum. But, you know, when they actually uh, uh, got their sets going, got moving forward, they were looking pretty decent. And they did a lot, of, a lot of defensive work. They had lots of consecutive defensive sets, which I think in the end cost them the game, ultimately. Uh, and then Malta just took advantage of repeat sets, repeat sets, repeat sets. So, yeah. So hopefully the Philippines all can iron out uh, some of those mistakes in the next game and, and go one better. All right then, boys. Are you ready for a good night's sleep? Ready. Definitely. Has anyone actually slept for the last 24 hours? <laughs> 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 G-Man said he's going to go for a, a little run afterwards, aren't you, G-Man? <coughs> yeah, yeah well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Run to the corner so shop or? myself into the ground. No, not the shop. Yeah, <laughs> gotta stay away from those. Can I just say They're that? Lovely looking sweets. Uh, uh, mate, got, we were at, I went to Woolworths, um, yeah. obviously with a couple of you guys as well, and going to a big supermarket, having lived in Hong Kong, it's awesome, isn't it? Yeah, There's loads so of stuff. Food is great. Food and it's cheap. It's cheap. Well. It's so much <laughs> cheaper. Bloody hell. I just had a whole chicken to myself and it cost 60 Hong Kong dollars. Yeah, exactly. Uh, served, it was hot, roasted, everything. And it was a yeah. business, right? So, you know, even if 
Look this crap. We're gonna have some good. <laughs> we're gonna have some good, have some yeah. good food. Hey, if, if anyone's wondering, the almond milk here is very much cheaper. So, all you lactose intolerant uh, <laughs> listeners out there, and, and, and there's obviously a, a big subscription of those people subscribing yeah. to this. To Hong Kong, really, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's good to finish on food because I think that really shows that we are from Hong Kong. Yeah. <laughs> True news. Right. Exactly. Uh, they have a nation who just love their food, right? We, we had a good cook up in our flat, Jason Yip leading the charge, cooked a big, big pasta, it's a bag bowl. So that'll be, that'll be the same Jason Yip when investigated by immigration, did pull out the cup noodle from his, uh, <laughs> his suitcase. <laughs> Suspicious. He had to open it, didn't he? He did, he did. Yeah, yeah there you go. He's, he, he, should say that. He honestly had to open a, a pot noodle. Well, no, the, the immigration guy said, do you mind if I just open it? And it was, he unwrapped the cellophane and then, so... <laughs> got, the know, boil, got the water on, got the kettle on. If he was, uh, if he was smuggling, then that would be some pretty elaborate packaging. <laughs> but maybe it was just peas and noodles. Well, there we go. That's a great, great note to finish on. So that leads me to thank you to Gareth James, Harry Rogers, Ringo Learn, and Dual International, Jack Nielsen. That's Thank all from you. us. Until the next episode. Bye-bye. See you, mate.